This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. once again this year to, to host here in the yeshiva someone who's become a, uh, a very dear you did of, uh, of ours not just on a, a personal professional level but I think of the, the Tamidim here in the yeshiva as well the, the shear by Ravar Lopiansky Shlita the yeshiva of Yeshiva Greater Washington in Silver Spring where we have a and many of you know the uh, the products of the yeshiva you see amongst your chaverim here in the base medrash um, Lopiansky is someone who is, is distinguished as a as a Magid Shir, as a Tamad Chacham someone who is is really a, 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 a star in the world of learning in Abbas Zatar in the United States of America. Um, there are not, not that many people that can combine a, a godless in, in what we call the world of, of learning and lambdas and in, in sugas and shas, but to also be a, an incredible Ba'a Machshava, someone who has a deep insight into, into the world of Machshava. Lopiansky is somebody who, who really combines both of those worlds in a, in a very, very unique kind of a way. Um, it, it's a a, a schuz and a privilege to hear debate Torah for Lopiansky. I'm sure that, as always, the Talmudim will be uh, attentive and uh, certainly try to, to to soak up every word that's there and to, to cover the Torah to Lopiansky Shlita. <laughs> Time to come here. I would like to say that I see many familiar faces, but I would also like to say that those familiar faces are Panam Chadosh's for Lukan. There's some change and some very, very clear um, development as a Bentor that's very nicker on, on everybody that, that comes to, to the Mokham. It's nicker how much is invested in each person and in, in development as both in learning and, and being a Bentor. And you should individually continue and the yeshiva as a whole should keep growing and putting out the wonderful tears that, that I see in front of my eyes developing. I'd like to speak about a parasha that is an important parasha in its own right. It's understood um, in a certain way in terms of what its significance is, but there's also another meaning latent in it, and that's the parasha's Haman. Parasha's Haman is before Matan Torah, and it's something which a was part of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's nisim neflos in the midbar. It's also understood as um, to being the sort of the the uh, example of pure bitachin. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives everything you need, and Chazal says Shimon Yechai says Sintan Chuma. 
and Mechotet that Loinitna Torah Lidrosh Eloichle Aman Bovad. The Torah was given to really expand and expound Torah. You need to be Ochle Aman, and the Pashtu Pshat of that is that it's a person who it's that if a person is busy and has to make a living and has to take care of material matters, he doesn't have the time uh, or the menuchta nefesh to learn. And that's certainly the pshat, uh, what it says, it's very clear, that's what Rosh Hashanah says, and it's lishitoso. There's another understanding, I think, in, in, there's another understanding of what the mon did and why it's necessary to have it as a prerequisite for learning. And it's the Benish Chai, he says it, I, I think it's a Sanhedrin, that um, it says over there that the three Serigim that the, um, that the Saramashkim was, was dreamt is Keneged, the Mon, the Mayim, and the Amuda Onan, and that's a prerequisite for Torah. That's what it says. And he says, he explains. He explains it that it was. He says the three in Yonim had certain ruchnistic schoolers. Like it's, he brings a Maisa that that the Arizal gave his big Talmud of Chaim Vital to drink from the Be'er of Miriam, and that gave him the clarity needed to understand Kabbalah. It's. I, I just repeat what he says. I don't I have no idea. I mean, I'm, I'm sure somebody will bottle that water and sell it, but it, it, it's still, or maybe they'll give it away if you give it stuck, uh, $1,800, you get two bottles of, of, of Miriam water or something like that. But, but I don't, I, I mean, I don't know exactly what it means. But basically, the point he's saying is that not only is it, um, it's not only Betochen, that's one area. But there's something positive, actually, that a person gets from these inyanim that are giving a person um, the ability to learn with a certain clarity, with a certain depth that you don't have without it. I'd like to try to understand it in the man. And first, let's take a look at the inyanim and the man that seem to have been negative. In Baloischa, the, 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 the Jews complain about the man. Now, it's something that makes no sense to us whatsoever. And because um, it's something which, the man had everything. The way we're told, the stories were told, and everything we're told about the man. Man had all the tastes, it came every morning, it was wonderful. You couldn't get anything better than man. So they were misowning him. They said, Zacharnas Adaga. The Atta, they said, Nafshenu Yevesha, which dried out, ain't coil, we have nothing. Built the Lamon and all we have is the Mon. That's the only thing we have. And then the Pasik says, Vamon Kizra Gatu. The Mon was like a tiny, tiny, as, as big as a poppy seed, which is pretty much as small as you can get. And it was crystal. The color was crystal. What exactly is, is that all about? I mean, I can understand here, when he's giving the man, I can understand that he wants to describe the man. But when we're speaking about the negative of, of, the, of, of it, it's saying, Kizra Gadhu, and, and Rashi says that, Akarish Baruch says, take a look how wonderful the man is, and they're complaining about it. What's so wonderful about it? I mean, I, I don't know, is, is it more appealing if it's tiniest poppy seeds? 
and it and it's and it's clear, crystal clear. So so what? And it's funny. It says in Varim when it speaks about the man and what they complained about, it's called lovan because it was white. So there's something peculiar about it that, on the one hand, Akash Baruch says, "Look at how gewaldic it is," and they're saying, "What a horrible life!" Nafsheni Vesha ain't called built Very very hard to understand what it means. It, it seems as almost the same properties were Akash Baruch was saying, "Take a look how good it is," and they and and Kaiser was saying, "Take a look how horrible it is," and they were referring to the same characteristics. What was those characteristics? So I'd like to um, try to understand something that at first might sound counterintuitive, but if you think about it, it's, a, it's an emiss. When we ask ourselves, what's important about food? Why do we need food? Why can't we live without food? It's very, very simple. The body burns X amount of calories to live. The body needs X amount of proteins to rebuild the body. The body needs X amount of different chemicals, vitamins and minerals and stuff like that to, to, to make the, the chemicals of life and so on. So that's why eating is important like that. So it's true that that's... But there's another dimension of it. And I want to possibly refer to something I've put in the right somewhere. Uh, I, I heard it from him, I assume also. And, and, and understand that to, there's much more to food than the proteins and, and the calories, etc. The Gemara says that there was a big balavera named Elazar ben Dodaya who lived with every zayn under the sun and was the worst balavera in Arias. And one day, on an off moment, uh, Azona told him something and he was very shaken by it. And he decided to do tshuva. He put his head down, started crying, and and it says that he cried so hard that he died. And the basel came out and said, Famous Gemara, darshan in many contexts. But why did he die? I guess the Pashtab Shad is sort of Agnes Nefesh, like, like the, the grief of Tshuva, the Tsar of, 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 of doing the Averis, it had to do with that. Rafutna said a, a, a very different Pshat. He said, every person's life is anchored by a certain Ratzin, by a certain desire. What do I want out of life? And it's that Rudson and that Shuka that in a sense draw life. It's because of a Hana, it's a certain desire, and when we have that desire, that keeps us alive. There's a Pasik we say, we don't say it because uh, for those who have Nusach Sfarad, we say the Hoidu, and before Friday, before um, Kabbalah Shabbos, before Mincha. Um, it says, it speaks about people who are very sick and, and got healed. It's a peric of Zion deals with people who should be Meshabeach Baruch It says, they've gotten, they become so sick that they no longer desire food. They're repulsed by food. And they, and they reach the threshold of death. 
So I almost heard from a Shapiro actually. He said, the, again, the Pashup Shad is, you know, Lolena when a person is sick, so one of the things, if a person is very sick, there's no appetite anymore. And, and that's a sign of reaching the threshold <coughs> of death. He said, because they no longer desired food, they came to the threshold of death. In other words, the core of a person's rutzen to exist is a certain tainuk, is pleasure. And take away pleasure from a person, and he no longer, something happens inside emotionally, very deeply, something in, 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 something in, the, in the innermost recess of a person that when he no longer has something he craves, he no longer desires to live. Desire, desire to live are the same. We, Baruch Hashem, are blessed with many, many desires. So even if we take away many desires, we still have enough left to keep us going. But at a certain point, if a person's desire is taken away, then life is taken away. The Koach HaRatzin is, is probably the strongest, innermost Koach in a person in, in, in terms of who he is and his life. Elazar ben Dordaya had been so caught up with Arias, he was addicted to Arias. And take away Arias, he could take away, but he couldn't live. I was a little late, I was in the hospital once. Where am I? My mother, in the, next, in, the, in the emergency room next to it was somebody who was detoxing of an addiction. And it was horrendous. I mean, it, 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 it was, it's, a, it's not, it's, it's, yes, it's a physical reality, but, but, there's, but deeper than that is a certain craving that, that life is not worth living without it. It's true about taiva, it's true about everything, that at the end of the day, a person has something raves and he needs it. Arias is der havera. Ochel, food, besides being a physical need for a person, the pleasure and enjoyment of it is a tainuk that a person must have to want to live. I tell you from a personal experience, uh, I don't know, it's long, it must have been 1980. I was sick, nothing, I had just a whole bunch of things together, a pneumonia, with hepatitis, whatever, so I was in the hospital for a week. I had a very high fever, I didn't, I didn't, couldn't eat, didn't feel like eating, whatever. And for a week I was on an IV. And I wasn't hungry, and I wasn't um, in any way, you know, f- I, mean, I had nutrition, I had whatever I needed, but I just wasn't eating. And it's funny, but you, you want to eat, bite, crack, snap, chew, something. It's, 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 it's a physicality that a person is attached to, that even if he has no hunger pangs and no need for it, but the physicality of it, a person needs because we're physical. And that's what a person is kosher to. So long as that's the person, so long as a physical and material reality is a person's chuka, that's him. He's material. Because at the end of the day, it's a bagel that, 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 that is the person. And yes, there are many other things. Life has a lot of other things. But at the core of it, a person, the more material a person is, the more material his needs and wants and most important desires are, the less he's spiritual. There's a famous time of the Belio, so Sharon brings it. It says, it, it's a little bit slightly different uschos, different prints, but it says, Ad mispalo that the Torah should be Yikanes Lemeyev, 
Um, you spell that macholus and stius yeseris loyukons, I think it says. In other words, a person needs to daven. Before he's davening yet, that food, that Torah should go into his stomach, it's something that he needs to be misspelled that this, sh- that the food and the drink, the extra food and drink should go out. Why? What's the problem? It's glad, super glad kosher food. No metam salev. It's like glad, glad kosher and, 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 and every, every chum and every heater. But Torah itself is something that needs, it needs to reach the chuka level of a person. We make a brach every morning, we need it to become part and parcel of us. I was once thinking, let's, let's take a look at different senses that we have. Sight. There are certain things that are beautiful, there are certain things that are ugly, and certain things that are neutral. Just, you know, I, I, I don't see it as pretty, I don't see it as ugly, I just see it as neutral. It's true about sight. Listening to also, there's, there's somebody davens with the Amid, it's beautiful, somebody davens with the Amid, it's horrible, and somebody else, and, and, and it's neither here nor there. So, it smells, you know, we can have a, 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 a bad odor, we can have a very nice scent, and we can have no scent, and that's fine. It's perfectly fine for a person to exist with no s- 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 scent. Try eating something that, that doesn't taste good. Styrofoam. Um, edible styrofoam. Biodegradable styrofoam. You couldn't eat it. Because if you taste food and it doesn't taste, it doesn't, it's tasteless. Without salt, um, it's, it's not bad, it doesn't taste bad, but it's tasteless. Very, very difficult to eat something that doesn't taste good, that, that doesn't taste good. It's not, it doesn't have to taste bad, it just doesn't, because we look for the chuka and, 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 and the tainu of achila, in achila. We can't take something and make it part of us to, unless we really have a tainuk. You can be very friendly with a lot of wonderful people, whether you have much in common or much in common. You can't marry someone that you don't really like, because any time you need a bonding, a, a something to become part and parcel of you, then without that, with, without feeling that, that, that you're attracted and it's desirable, you can't have it. So, we can do mitzvahs, whether, even if we don't particularly have a pleasure in it, and even if we sometimes resist it, we know we're supposed to do it, we do it. So the world of mitzvahs is doable, out of duty, out of obligation, and that's fine. And that's, that, that's, that's perfectly okay. Torah, we have a problem. Because it's a type of thing, and that's why it's the hardest thing. To, we can do many mitzvahs out of duty. It's almost impossible to learn for any amount of time or in any meaningful way just out of duty bound and not enjoying it. Because by its nature, it's something that needs to become part of a person. So, Akadosh Baruch Hu, before giving us the Torah, needed to pull us away to some degree from depending on a very, very physical um, infusion of life. It can't be that Achila, in its most gasistic form, is what we live on. It's it's the it's the it's the kiyum of of having the machalos yaseris yaseris not enter the me'ayim. And if you take a look at the descriptions, that's exact description. 
It was tiny. In other words, there was a lack of material. It was clear, a lack of color. And, and we were both on the same page. The facts were, were, were incontestable. Akash Baruch Hu and us had the same facts. The question was the conclusion. Akash Baruch Hu said, I've given you a food that is so much more ruchniistic, and, and, uh, and, you, and, and this is a step close mantra. And we said, we're waiting for a Starbucks coffee, and all we have is the mun. We're waiting for a steak, and we have the mun. Lafshene Yevesha, we don't have the the taiva. We, 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 we don't have what it takes. You know, if somebody were to press a button, and we'd be f- feel full in the morning, and we wouldn't need to eat. Exactly the much I gave you, I doubt that anybody would want to buy that gadget. That's one gadget it wouldn't sell, I assure you. The, the automatic, you know, instant nourishment gadget will not sell ever. The, 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 the um, people might take it after the meal as an extra, like, a, like that, that, that would work, that's a good idea. Get all the nutrients you missed in the milkshake, that people will take, but not to have the milkshake is not going to work, that, that I assure you. So, so the man was, I would like to understand in the, in the Benish Chai that that's what it means. The school of the man is not like some sort of magical uh, portion that makes you understand something. It's what it doesn't have. Take a look at a chazal. Um, the, the, that, you know, the chazal that, that it wasn't, people didn't, didn't have any waste product from, from the man. It also, it describes something that had lack of material. If it wasn't physically substantial. It was something that was much closer to Ruchnius. It says in, in many, in Ramban speaks about this in Rabbeinu Bechaya, they speak about the, um, the man being of, uh, all sorts of things about La'asad Lavo, they'll, you know, even though we'll have a goof, we'll be eating the man, and the, the terminology they use is the man was created from the first or that came, which, again, translating into a language that's meaningful to us, it means it was at the first stage of, um, of, 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 of material existence, very, very close to being non-material. It, it had very little physicality to it. And, and it, so it means you still, as long as we exist as Nevroim, we still need a feeding, so to speak, to keep us alive. But the difference is, what keeps us alive? Is it something that gives a physical rotsen, a, a physical fulfillment, or something much more ruchnius? And, and, and the answer to that is, the finer we will be, the more refined we'll be, the more refined will be the, 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 the um, ongoing feeding that keeps us alive. Whether it's called nenem zivashchina, nenem zivashchina means Nenazashina is not meant to replace proteins and carbohydrates. If you need proteins and carbohydrates, Nenazashina doesn't do it. Nenazashina replaces the Nene from Achila and Shti Yaseir. That's what it replaces. It's the Hana will come from some other place. If I can think of, I guess, two applications. One is to understand. The, 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 uh, I guess the ethos of the yeshiva world, the approach of the yeshiva world, the, the core of it was this. The core of it was that a person 
develop the Tainug of Talmud Torah. Because the thinking was to put so much of an emphasis on it. And this is how yeshivas are developed, where the focal point was to learn and more than us to get a geschmack in learning, to, to enjoy the learning, to thrive on it. And, and the reason is because you will flow in the direction of where you have a tainuk. I was actually, um, I was actually in, um, I was being in a today by um, my cousin, I'm not going to speak about him, it's not the time and the place, but the children were told, they were talking about those stories, and one of them said that some relative of his had visited, this wasn't one of his children, someone else was saying it, a cousin was saying that his father or grandfather had come to Bialystok Yeshiva, that was where Rebbe Chaim was learned at a certain a small kufa. His uncle was Rosh Hashiva. And his uncle told him, go into that room over there. You want to see something, you'll never ever forget that sight. So he knocked on the door. Nobody answered. Knocked two times, three times. Caleb comes back and he tells his uncle, nobody's there. I knocked, nobody answered. He said, I never learned to knock. I said, go into that room and you'll see something. So he walks into that room. And I saw Reb Chaim Shalevitz sitting with 10 to 20 svar. And he was totally oblivious. There was anything, he, was, he stood over him for 20 minutes. And he, he, and, and it was, he, he didn't, he was totally, totally oblivious. And then he sort of saw him and he said hello. And then Reb Chaim pointed to Reb Shimon Shkop. He was sitting and learning uh, Reb Shimon. And he said, this is the Tainug of Olam Haba. I'm telling you, this is Tainug of Olam Haba. You know, this is what I'm waiting for in Olam Haba. Um, and when you have that, then it, it's not a burden to learn, you know, like that. But, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's something that, um, this, is, this becomes your focal point, your life point. It's true that a person the more he gets that in learning, the more he immerses up in learning, everyone develops it according to his, his person and so on. And that tends to drive away other tanugas also. But there's room, there's an assist. In other words, a person can't live. It, let, him, let a person at least understand that if a person's mind is busy with the, with the culture, with a food culture, restaurant culture, I, I, you know, I, it's, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm naive. At, when I was growing up, we were taught about culture and culture and how important it is. And anytime I open up a book, about, you know, read, read about this culture, that culture, it's all about the food. There's, you know, you, you know it, 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 it's an, every time, anything that talks about a country and its rich culture, talks about the food. It's amazing. It, it's, this is really the Mutadika culture. You know, I, I don't know what they, you know, the other stuff I, don't, I know not to read, but, but this is supposedly okay. It's all about food and food and food and food and food. So how could something else how if, if you need to, 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 to chew and to bite and to, and, and to crackle and to, and, and to be physically gorgeous, there's no way that you can be open to a Hanoi that's a lot more refined. At least we can pull back. 
there's, there's a difference between, you know, it doesn't require fasting, doesn't require avoiding play, it doesn't require any, except just not to be shakur in it. We're not talking about, the Torah of Leo doesn't say to stop food. It says yaseiro. Uh, it, it's anything that just, to make it into something that this is what I think about, and this is what I'm debating about, and this is, this is what I'm, Avacham of mine, Adam Choshev, and he had a guest, and they were talking about the food, and one says, you know, this is very interesting. And it says, you know, it sort of, it, it, it piques your curiosity. And, and this gives it, so give a clap. He said, Rabbi Isai, when you talk about food, don't use the terms for it. This is interesting. This has a hint. This is that. Say, this is, you know, a half this, I don't need, like, this, this I like, this is sweet, this is sour, and that's it. Don't, don't make it, don't substitute it for, for, for anything else. And, and it, it's something we're so shaku in it. It's very hard to, to, to develop a finer taste when, 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 when your stomach is full with, with everything else. The Achana for Matantaira includes the mud, which is a more refined way of Achila. It's still Achila, it's all physical, and, 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 and we need it. And a person needs to wean off a bit. It's true about learning for sure. And it's true about Ruchnis in general, that, that a person needs to understand it's a taste that you must develop if you want to be a Ruchnis like a person. You must develop a chuka. Part of it is by immersing yourself in, in, in your good years, in the exciting years, and getting an excitement for learning and enjoyment. And part of it is also to um, understand that if, 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 if you're setting up if you're if, if you're obsessing about physical things, then it's not allowing the pleasure because the much more refined pleasure. It's not allowing. It's like we'll use a muscle from food. If you have something that has a very heavy flavor and you have something that has a very fine flavor, it's not going to come out. You know, it, it, it's 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 a person's sense of finer things comes out when he's a little bit less involved in in the course of things. The and it's an insight. It says, you know, was and us. What? How? Every morning we had a meal. Exactly what we needed. Where was the hunger? How does it finish? The answer is the word inui means drawing back from physical enjoyment, like like in Yom Kippur. That's what inui is. And so we hungered for something in the month. We wanted a big steak and we got the zeragat. That's, that's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a very, very fine thing. So there's a qualitative hunger fit. But that qualitative hunger allowed a much deeper tainog of Torah to come in. And once a person has a tainog of Torah, it means that his chiyus becomes caught up with it. The hefek that the food is actually, that Torah becomes something that we live for. This is something that, that this, this is our chiyus. This is, this is what we become and who we are. It's Israel, the Nitziv says, but it's Israel, when the Miragim said, Kitova Eretz, Ma'id, Ma'id, he asks, what's so especially good about Israel? Why the double? So he says, because usually it's inverse proportion. The more physically pleasant it is, the less it's Ruchnius, and the more a person is all Faveris. They go, they, that's the, that's the, the teva. So when you think of places that are kind of very, very cushy and, you know, and um, full of gashmis, ruchnis tends to be an inverse proportion. But 
Eretz Yisrael's skula is that despite the fact that it has a lot of good, it fills a person's needs in, in Gashmis, and especially when the Eretz is Mepharechas and so on, it still doesn't allow a person to immerse himself over his head and, and let it become the person. It, it, there's a school of Eretz Yisrael and the Baruch of Eretz Yisrael. And Baruch Hashem, we're Zohar in our door that people's most seminal Torah years are in Eretz Yisrael, by and large. That's the way we were Zohar, it's a schus, that the two things come together. And that's the school of Eretz Yisrael, that you, you, you're able to have what you need, but still not, that, that doesn't become your life force. And Bez Hashem, using your time well, um, pull back a little bit from the, the world of, of the Achilleshti of Chutzlaretz and, and, and eat some of the mon that's the, the, the trace in a very diffuse way that's Eretz Yisrael, the, the Achilles mon and, and Bezeichet in a commensurate proportion as much as we eliminate the Achilleshti Yisrael will Bezeichet as Hashem the Torah demand. Thank you.